the currency in America is not just the bodies of people, but the soul. Like it's the currency in America is the soul. Souls are literally being destroyed and sucked the life out of, right? Like the country needs to consume people, their dreams, their hopes, their visions, their gifts, their talents in order to thrive and survive and not just their bodies. I was thinking about, um, I was praying this morning and thinking about how this country is so violent. Like everything about this country is violent. Violence is the foundation of America. <laughs> Violence is the foundation of America. Listen to our song, our national anthem. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. And it's about a flag. Like, oh say can you see by the dawn's early light, right? Like it's it's about a flag. <laughs> it's not even about people. It's about a flag. And it's about the murder of people. It's violent when you think about like fireworks on 4th of July. This is supposed to be mirroring and giving an example of what the bombs look like during, you know, the, um, what do you call it? 1776 event, because I know a lot of people, oh, it's Independence Day, who was independent, right? But like, like it's supposed to mirror that. Um, and we celebrate and we're like, oh my God, and we cheer, and like, oh my God, it's so good, it's so wonderful. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too, I'm not even going hold you like I think it's really creative it's like there's art to it but also but upon reflecting it's like we're really programmed and conditioned from birth to be violent to be violent and then wonder why our country is so violent and then wonder why like we have so much violence in our inner cities and you want to make it an issue of like people's morals and ethics it's like no we live in a violent country Violence is the currency. Violence is the way. Violence is the way that we get our way, right? Like, violence is it. And so when people act surprised to be like, oh, why is there so much violence? In it's like, because this country is violent. It was founded upon violence. The way that this country got its resources, the way that this country built its economy, violence. Like literally y'all stole, y'all stole and used weapons like biological warfare to kill the people here like you literally you this is not the american way what are you talking about you have all of these people losing their lives and the taking of lives of people talking about oh this is not the america i remember or imagine it's like what are y'all talking about y'all are lying you all are lying and you're being disingenuous like you are you're being disingenuous because we all know <laughs> one thing America is, is violent. One thing America is, is violent. And it needs violence to thrive. It needs violence to thrive. Like, think about it. Again, the foundation of this country is violence. Is violence. Is the stealing of bodies, the stealing of resources, the taking of lives of people, right? Like that's the foundation of this country. The use, stealing, stealing bodies from other continents. Bring well, first of all, taking the lives of people here, already here, enslaving them. Then it's like, oh, we're working them too hard. Let's get other people from other continents, bring them here, use their bodies to build our economic system, our wealth, our resources. Right? Like, let's use them, let's enslave them, and then you have the 
foundation of this country, if the foundation is enslavement, our jobs mirror that. Think about it. Like, they can fire you at will. <laughs> like, these jobs don't care nothing about you. They're like, you're, you're literally working for hire. Like, they're telling you that $15 an hour is what your life is worth. They're telling you that $15 an hour is what your life is worth. Not that you're priceless, not that you're important, but no, like an hour of your life that you can never get back is worth, in a lot of cases, less than $15 an hour. And we just take it. It's normal because we've normalized violence against ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm going to work you into a pulp, right? Grind you up into a pulp so that I'm taking all of your wealth, all of your vitality, all your time away from your people. So you have no time to, to build community. You have no time to, to seek self, to seek healing, right? And I'm going to make healthcare so inaccessible that even if you do have issues that you need to work on, you can't work on it because you don't have the resources, nor do you have the time. When I think back on my, on about my ancestors and things like that. I've been doing a lot of research on my ancestors because I've been building my family tree. And so a lot of my ancestors died from heart attacks, stroke, cancers, just very violent things happening to the body because we live in a violent system. Because we live in a system where they weren't able to take care of themselves. And then with what little scraps they had, they had to make a feast. So we're consuming foods that are not good for us. We're consuming content that is distracting or consuming alcohol, cigarettes, these kind of things that provide just a little solace, a little vacation, right? From this hard system we live in. Why do you think addiction is so high in this country? People are miserable. Like, why do you think violence is so high in this country? Because this country is violent. The systems are violent. The companies we work for are violent. They don't care. They don't care if you're sick. They don't care if you have a death in your family. They don't care about your mental health. They don't care. They're worried about the dollar. What's here? Honestly, he's carrying her purse for her inside the store. But what's, what's, what's real here is money. They don't care nothing about people. They don't care nothing about bodies. Nothing. And we're surprised when violent acts happen in this country. Why are we surprised? I literally tweeted, because um, they were talking about student loan forgiveness and how they were like not going to allow it to go through. Whatever, girl. Y'all still not getting that money. But anyway, I was thinking about the student loan thing. And I'm like, of course they're not going to do it. They need us to be in bondage to our student loans to keep us working. Why would I free you and mess up my economic system? Why would I do that? Why, like, because if I free you from bondage of, of debt, right, then you actually have choices. You actually have time to think about, do I really want to do this? Now that I'm no longer surviving, I have time to think about, hmm, is this benefiting me or not, right? If I exhaust you, you have no energy to think about anything other, anything other than what you're doing right now. A lot of us are surviving living day to day because of the violent system we live in. Like everything around us is violence. The food we eat is violent, filled with fillers and things we can't pronounce and you know, all these things that are harmful to the body, that's violence. And then they wanna say that the fix for it, the fix for that violence in the food is to work yourself into a pulp. Go to the gym three times a day Work out hard, wear your body down. No, that's violent too. A lot of these diet, this diet culture, this workout culture that we have, a lot of it is violent. And we don't know that it's violent until like 30, 40, 50 years down the road when we need, you know, knee replacements or, you know what I'm saying? Our, our, or we need back surgeries, these kinds of things. Like there's nothing kind and gentle about America. America is inherently violent. The way that we consume people, like think about like even music and entertainment 
and social media and videos on YouTube, like these kind of, it's violent. We're always about consuming people, taking their vitality, demanding they give everything of themselves. And how dare you open a Patreon? How dare you start a course or whatever? How dare you try to support yourself? Give me your stuff for free. We're so entitled to people because the system is violent. This system is built off of exploiting people and we don't know anything else. And so we think everybody else is scamming when they're trying to make a living for themselves. We automatically think that because how dare you work, want to make money? No, exploit yourself for free for me. America is inherently violent, exploitative. The culture here is trash. <laughs> like the culture, like when they say like America has no culture, no, it does have a culture and it's a culture of violence and cruelty and harm it is like and and if you want to deny it that's on you i see it clearly everybody else feels it you feel it clearly because the reason why we are so critical of other people the reason why we are so unkind to other people is because of the culture here in america we don't value life we don't value other people's health their wellness we don't value their soul we consume them we consume their soul and again america consumes its its people it literally cons like eats its people it literally consumes its people it consumes its art the people's art the people's um beliefs like it consumes all of us and leaves us an empty shell of a person you know what i'm saying like you work your entire life and you end up at, at walmart as a greeter consumption consumption there's not a system set in place to make sure that, oh, you're gonna give into the system. America is an abusive place. <laughs> we have an abusive relationship with America. And it's wild because while we criticize it, we also want to be the consumer. We also want to be the winner, but there are no winners in this. The people even who are winning, yes, like, yes, they're winning, right? But at what cost? Because a lot of people who are winning, they lose their families, they lose, themselves they lose their their faith they lose their um their human kindness right like they lose their soul the cost of america is your soul the cost of the american dream is your soul the fact that i released a video talking about a lot of the evils in this country and people are quick to defend a country that is violent and oppressive as opposed to care for people, using houselessness or homelessness as as a as a, a weapon to to use against me, as if that's insulting to me. No, you making fun of the unhoused is showing the exact problem I'm talking about. You are supporting my argument. America is violent, and we in turn become as as the captors and captives, excuse me, um, of America. We become violent. We become violent. We take on the culture around us. I don't want to, like, this is the America. This is the America that they wanted to exist. Founded on violence. Like, founded on violence. And we celebrate violence. Let's be real. We celebrate violence. Even in a, like, like even in a small way, right? We celebrate the person who can drag a person the furthest. That's violence. That's, that's verbal violence. You destruct you destroying someone's character, their um, their self esteem, right? Like their esteem, like that is violent. We celebrate the people who are the meanest. 
We celebrate the people who are the quick wittest, the quick, the quickest, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. The wittiest. We celebrate those people. We celebrate the people who are unkind. The people who are evil get the most attention. The pe like even online, the people with the most views are the most disrespectful, harmful people. And we and we and we glorify them and celebrate them with our views, with our attention. We're guilty too. We're guilty of violence too, right? Like because violence works. We live in a system that proves that being violent works. If I harm you, I win. The person who is the most unkind wins. Everything about he everything about America and the West specifically is very violent. Very violent. The systems we work in, like there's no room for you to be human. There's no room for you to make a mistake. So I was driving on the highway. This is how this thought even came up. I was driving on the highway during rush hour, which I never do, right? Like it's 8.30. I try to avoid 495 at all costs, okay? If you're from the DMV, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I try to avoid the highway at all costs during rush hour, okay? And so while I'm driving, I see people making dangerous decisions, cutting people off, just being cruel and mean and rude. And I'm like, tag on. Is it that serious? But at this point, I am able to look at the traffic in a way that I'm not like, oh, I have to get somewhere on a, on a, at a certain time. I'm just going to Barnes and Noble. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm like, whatever, girl, I'm chilling. Take your time. You can get in front of me. It's fine. But a lot of people are bogarting and like, you know, preventing people from coming in and being very rude and selfish. Not because they're inherently mean or evil, but because they have a boss waiting for them who has no grace, who has no kindness. There's no room for you to be human. Our jobs are not set up for us to be human. Things happen. Kids get sick. Traffic occurs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like cars break down. Um, sometimes you just don't have it. You need a mental health day. There's no room for people to be human here, especially not in their jobs. You want to call out because you threw up? Well, can you still come in and I'll try to get you off early? No, I cannot. No. And this programming is taught even in school. I remember getting sick before I went to school and my mother still sending me to school because having 100% attendance was important. Nothing is more important than taking care of myself. Nothing. That schoolwork, that job, it can wait. But these jobs have created, or the culture in America has created it where jobs are the center of the life. You are no longer the center of your own life. Your job is the center of the life. And doesn't that sound a lot like slavery? Nobody cares how you, like, you're working from sunup to sundown, and sometimes even after that or before that, right? You're given a small break to consume food, to rest your body, to, re, to reset, right? You're powering through things. You're working through things. I saw a picture of... Um, I was listening, I was watching um, Rashida, Sheeta's on the loose on her channel. She was doing a live about like work. And at Twitter, this woman was sleeping at the job. Why is that okay? And she had to bring her own sleeping bag, her own, well, I don't want them to build beds anyway, because that's a whole other problem. But she had to bring her own sleeping bag and stuff like that and sleep like almost like that was um, honorable to sleep at your job. No, go home. Twitter can wait. It is Twitter. It is not life and death. It is a lot of the stuff that we think is important is really not important. A lot of things that we think are urgent are not urgent. A lot of the things that we think like it's Chick-fil-A, girl, if you're five minutes late, check clocking in for no one's going to die. 
And people probably shouldn't be eating that food anyway. And I'm saying that to myself as I'm sitting in the parking lot at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but for real, like, hello? Like, what's happening? Is everyone okay? And they're not. No one's okay. <laughs> no one's okay. America, yes, America does have a problem. And it's, you know, shout out to Beyonce. But America does have a problem and it's violence. Violence. And it consumes bodies. That's the diet of America. The diet of America is the very body of a person. Just think about what it takes even to get food here. How many people are, ex are exploited on the way to you getting food on your plate? You're consuming them. You're consuming their work. You're consuming their vitality because they're getting pay paid pennies on the dollar, right? And it's hard to even think about building a um, sustainable and beneficial system to everybody in that system because they make it even they make it harder for you to even have land. They make it harder for you to grow your own food to support people who are, may have like co-ops and stuff like that. It's almost like frowned upon. Why? Because I don't want you to ruin my system of consuming bodies and violence. But anyway, I'm in traffic. People are rushing being rude and cruel and again the reason why is because they feel pressure from their boss waiting on them i remember having a job and this girl i was five minutes late into my job also there was no parking but that's a whole other conversation and it was in dc which is like sweetie there's never any parking and y'all want to ticket me if i park on the street so anyway i was five minutes late for my job and my boss comes up to me no matter how hard i was working i was dedicated i was diligent i was doing what i was supposed to do and she's like well if you come in five minutes late again i'm gonna have to write you up why let's let's ask why why because policy says you have to be here at eight o'clock okay how realistic that every day i'm going to be at work at the same time even if i'm there earlier right time varies and sometimes i have left my house early but why should i have to leave my house early and okay anyway sometimes i have left my house early and still have gotten there late why are we so rigid with time slots that really don't mean anything why why I got to rush? Why I got to get in an accident on the way to work? Because I'm worried about what my boss is going to reprimand me and how, worried about how they're going to reprimand me and write me up. My life is more important than this job, than this little measly $20 an hour. My life is worth more than that. I'm going to take my time to get to work. If I'm late, I'm going to be late. And there's something to accepting that, right? Like even for myself personally, um, I'm like, why am I rushing? What is that about, right? Like, where is that coming from? Why do I feel this need to rush? Why? Like, who, where am I rushing to? To death? That's why you have so many accidents. That's because people are rushing. But we say like, oh, aggressive driving is the problem. No, the problem is oppressive and violent systems. That's the problem. Aggressive driving is only aggressive because people are scared. People are fear fearful of being late, fearful of being fired, fearful of not being taken seriously fearful of reprimanding right like this country is built on fear on fear and violence and fear of violence like writing someone up because they were human is violent to me it's violent you are literally throwing away their humanity it's violent to me like punishing someone because their child is sick or they have to call out or they need a mental health day is violence that is violent you're denying them the care that they need and so if you care about these people for real, and a lot, of jobs, a lot of these jobs don't, if you care about these people for real, right, you would then care about their well-being, their mental health. And, I, and honestly, even if I was just concerned about the dollar as, as an employer, I know that if my people are happy, they're more likely to stay, to be loyal to me. They're more likely to give, you know, what I need them to give, right? Like if I really want to manipulate people like that, wouldn't it be beneficial to serve them better? 
But no, we're so short-sighted. It's about demanding what is now. We need it now. Everything's about rushing in America. Go, go, go. Get, get, get. Spend. Earn. Become. It's never ever about being and honoring and seeing and holding people as sacred and valuable for real. Like, we're so loyal to these jobs. And if something were to happen to me tomorrow, the next day, yeah, they might put my obituary in the email and then they have my job posted. Girl, <laughs> and then in two weeks, they're never going to talk, talk about me ever again. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're giving so much of our vitality and our, like, life force to these systems that just don't serve us. They don't benefit us in any way. Everything around us is violent. The housing issue is violent. Having access to clean food and to healthy food, violence, right? Denying people that access, violence. Denying people access to healthcare, violence, violence violence demanding that a person be defined by how much work they do violence slavery america does have a problem you're absolutely right it's the consumption of souls it's the consumption of dreams how many dreams are not being realized because people feel like they have to let's be real like it's, it's a people feel like they have to give up all of them to survive that's violent to me. It's violent to me. It's unkind in the least, right? Like, at least it's unkind. In real life, it's violent. It's violent. The way that we talk about ourselves, the way that we talk about each other, the way we talk about stars and stuff like that, they're here to entertain us. Like, the way that we peer into some of these, even like, um, what do you call them? Uh, what is it called? Those shows like Love and Hip Hop and all these other things. Like, peering into people's lives and their trauma and making fun of it and, and, and being entertained by it, allowing them to be exploited. Violent. We, we are inherently violent. And we love violence. We consume violence. There's something about watching boxing that I cannot do. I can't do it. UFC or a boxing with the gloves, I don't know what the name of that is. I can't do it. I can't do it. There's something inherently evil about watching people destroy each other football is the same way for me you're running your body into the ground beating your bodies up and people are watching and cheering from the sidelines it's giving very much slavery it's, it's like giving gladiators we're watching people destroy themselves for our entertainment for our entertainment our pleasure there's something inherently evil about that and i used to watch a lot of um reality shows I used to watch a lot of reality shows because I'm just genuinely interested in people and their stories. But after a while, I'm like, who is this benefiting though? Like one, it's distracting me from my own life. But also, and there's nothing wrong with entertainment. But also it's like, why do I find, why is are, why are people's traumas entertaining to me? Is it because it's distracting me from my own trauma? Is it because I see myself in their trauma? I understand a lot of them, I understood their trauma. A lot of them are misunderstood. Like they don't have the words or the vocabulary or the language or the tools, right? Because having the tools is, is a privilege in itself. But there's something inherently evil about people watching this and not even seeing them as human. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a difference. Like, oh, I'm resonating with this. I'm you know, feeling this. Check that too. But also like, am I laughing at them throwing drinks in people's faces? Why am I laughing at violence? I just, I don't know. I do know. It's violence. And we've normalized violence. There's something about, I can't watch a lot of action movies. I can't watch a lot of action movies with a lot of blood and gore and a lot of killing. I can't do that. I can't. Like, my spirit just cannot do it. I can't. 
I hate the I hate the sound in movies of people punching each other. I hate the sound of like flesh because it's like it's not just flesh. That is sacred flesh. Like that's that's flesh handcrafted by God. That's a reflection of God that you're murdering. And we find that entertaining and we don't think that desensitizes us from the real violence happening in the world. We don't think that that's going to have a detrimental effect on us. We don't think the music we consume has an effect on us. We don't think the movies we watch, the shows we watch, how we talk about each other, what we listen to, like, we don't think any of that affects us. It does. It does. It does. There's something, even learning about, um, you know, the woman who lost her life in Mexico at the hands of her own friends. Like, how evil do you have to be to want to destroy someone's life? Like you don't, you don't, you don't value life at all. Period. But to put your hands on somebody is like to sh- like, like the ultimate desecration. You know what I mean? Like it's the ultimate desec- the ultimate slap in the face to God. I believe that is the ultimate slap in the face to God. You are slapping the face of God when you slap somebody. You are throwing a drink in the face of God when you throw a drink in their face. You are you are cursing God when you curse somebody else. But we don't we don't sit with that heaviness. We don't sit with the weight of that. We're so quick to do to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like without thinking of the detrimental effects it's going to have on them but also us because by us being cruel to other people we're training ourselves to to see that cruelty is okay. And you're also making your own bed. By being violent, you're inviting violence. By being cruel, you're inviting cruelty. How are you gonna have peace and you violent? How that work? How are you gonna be entertained by violence and you want peace in your life? How does that work? That's why some of the content on YouTube I had to, I had to stop watching manospheric stuff. Like even though I want to know what people are thinking and like to see the debates and go back, it's violent. It is violence to think of a woman as just parts, not a soul, not a sacred being, as parts. It's giving white supremacy, number one. Um, it's giving internalized, mis- like internalized racism. It's giving massage noir, right? Why would I want to consume content that is violent to me, that is violent to my people, that is violent to themselves? Why would I want to watch someone destroy themselves? Because that's all they're doing. These manosphere people, that's all they're doing is destroying themselves. And you can see the drama. Like, they fight about who is the most evil. Like, literally, they, they're online right now fighting about who is the most evil, who's the worst. Like, y'all want the title? It's imploding. It's imploding. Who would want to fight for disrespect and death? Let's be real. Life and death, it's either one. You speak in life or death. A lot of them are speaking death. And woe unto you. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are gonna have to, y'all are gonna have to come up off that. You you writing all these checks, you gotta cash it in at some point. Death. And why would I want to watch someone consume death? Why, why would I want to consume death? Why would I want to watch someone spout death? Why would I want to watch someone be destroyed? What is that? Right? Like, why is that entertaining? I think for me it was entertain, it, entertaining, using air quotes, because it's not, it's not really entertaining. One thing it did was, like, it spiked my... I'm angry, right? Like, I'm angry. And that is a passionate feeling. And so you become addicted to passionate feelings sometimes, right? Like, whether it's good or bad. 
And I'm just like, no, how about we turn that passion into something different? How about we turn that passion into, into something constructive? How about we heal first here? And how about we spread healing to other people too in love? How about you put in the world what is missing? No one is being helped by me watching Manosphere content. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how? What? If anything, it's distracting me because now I'm mad. Now I'm upset, right? Like, now I'm frustrated and I'm making whole think pieces. And it's like, and it's God's like, God is like, did I even ask you to do any of this? All I call for you to do is love people. Mind your business and love people. What they're doing over there, yes, it does affect me because I am a black woman, right? And massage noir affects all of us especially black women specifically, but also it affects black men, but that's another conversation for another day. But massage noir affects all of us, right? But what I plan to do is create my own little utopia of love, of peace, of joy. I plan to be the change in the world. I plan to counteract all that evil with love. That's my plan, because that's what I can control. I can't control what homeboy fit, finna say on the line or homegirl, you know, making coin by pandering to these men's egos and broken hearts and boys who never grew up into men who never healed, right? Like, that's not my business. What is my business is to be countercultural to this world. And to be countercultural to this world in the West is to be peaceful, is to be loving, is to be healing. I really feel like one of my gifts is healing. I've been really asking God, like, what is my gift? Like, there's a whole list of gifts, like, you know, on prophecy and all these other things and I don't know if I'm I don't think I'm a prophet I'm just I don't think so I don't know I don't think that I am um I think that I'm wise but I don't know if wisdom is my gift but I feel like one of my gifts is kindness and it is healing and at first I thought healing was um you know like I'm putting hands on somebody and I'm like healing them or praying for them and they're healed but I think what I have to offer is healing and what's crazy is I've been getting confirmation because people have been commenting on my videos I'm like your voice is healing and I'm like god is that enough is it enough for me? Like, is what I have really enough? And the answer is yes. Is what you have enough? Yes. To change the world? Yes. Because when you are standing up in the world as yourself, right, you are impacting other people, millions of people, and you don't even see it, right? We think like, oh, I need a big platform to impact people. No. If I smile at somebody who's having a bad day, they might smile back in turn. Their mood might lift. They might go home and be more, more loving to their family, right? Their family is getting nourished and getting the things that they need. They're being supported. They're, they're being more present. Then the kids are going out into school and spreading that. It's, it's, it's spreading. It's contagious. Kindness and evil is contagious, right? And that is healing. That is healing. Making space for people to be all themselves, to not have to have all the answers, but for people to vent and for people to be like, I'm not happy. I'm not okay. That's healing. And I really feel like God is showing me, like, focus on your gifts, not all this violence and stuff that don't matter. All of it is going to perish. All of it is going to burn up. All of it is stupid. All of it is fake. Half of them people don't even believe half the stuff they say in any way. They don't even understand the check they're writing. And instead of like, and for some people, I, like, mm, I feel sorry for them because you're going to have to cash in that check. You're going to have to answer for, the like, even the Bible says, every idle word you speak, you're going to have to answer for. Every idle word. And I think, dang, I, sometimes I'll be saying, that's why sometimes I don't want to talk too much. I don't want to talk too much because I'm going to have to answer for them things, right? But people get online, and not saying it's everybody, but, you know, people, like, speaking evil. You write, you, you, you speaking evil every day and don't think that stuff is going to come back and bite you? Are you going to have to answer for it? 
And even if you don't believe, people say like, you know, karma, whatever, whatever word you want to use, like you read what you sow. This is a foundational principle of a lot of beliefs. <laughs> you read what you sow, what you put in the world, you finna get back, right? Like you read what you sow and you're sowing discord, you're sowing violence, you're sowing cruelty. You don't think you're gonna reap that? If your words you speak are powerful, you don't think you're gonna get that back? We've seen it ha we've seen it happen in real life. People have lost their lives who are, who are speaking violence. And what they don't realize is when you're speaking violence to somebody else, you're speaking violence into yourself too. You're eating the poison you're giving out to other people. And it's gonna kick, it's gonna catch up with you, whether right now or later. And I don't wanna be nowhere near you when it when it when it hits you. You know what I'm saying? All that to say, <laughs> this country is violent. Violence is so normalized. It's actually entertain entertainment. Um, we are violent with ourselves because it's this world is violent. Why? Hustling and grinding is violence. Hustling and grinding is violence to our bodies. It's violence. It's disrespectful to ourselves, to our ancestors, to our people. Because we're giving, shout out to Asia, when I interviewed her for um, Black Outside and Black Girls Camp, she was saying... You know, we give all of ourselves to these jobs and give everybody else what's left over. Even ourselves. Like, we're on that list, too, of what's left over. We don't even give ourselves all of it. All of ourselves. We give our jobs all of ourselves. And they don't even value you. They don't even value you. They don't see you as sacred and holy. They don't, they don't see you as important. They see you as important as, as important as you make money for them, right? Like, but they don't inherently see you as worthy and valuable. Really take note of how violence is so normalized in America. America was founded on violence and because it was founded on violence, it needs violence to keep on going. That's why capitalism is so violent. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, everything is about money. And money in itself is not violent, but the way that America acquires money is very violent. And so if money is the goal here, they're going to get it by any means necessary, even if they have to run you over to get it. Chasing a dollar, falling off a cliff. That's America. Chasing a dollar, falling off a cliff. So, even though this country is violent, you don't have to give in to violence. You don't have to be violent to anybody else. You don't have to accept violence from this country because that is revolutionary. And you also don't have to, again, be violent towards other folks. Violence should not be entertainment. Violence should not be the standard. Violence should not be the foundation of any country, any people, any region, anything. Because it's going to crumble. If violence and war and bloodshed is the foundation of anything, it's going to fall apart. Because they're always going to be competing against each other. There is no peace. There is no solid foundation. There's nothing solid about violence. It all crumbles. And violence consumes itself. It knows no boundaries. So you set the boundary for yourself. You don't have to be violent like these systems are violent. America does have a problem. Let me also add this. My whole point in bringing up the traffic situation, violence breeds violence. If you work for, if you're in a violent country, your work environment is going to be violent. Your job is going to be violent. People getting to the job, are going to be violent. People working in the job are going to be violent. You're going to bring that violence home to your people. Your kids are going to spread violence, right? Like violence breeds violence. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. And America is dying by the sword. 
The people are dying by the sword and we're surprised when violent acts occur. How? How? Everything is violent and we're taught violence. We're taught to normalize violence. We're taught to even be entertained by violence and we don't think that somehow everything, that violence is going to permeate everything. 